0: Hey, John. Yes, Mike. Did you go to the Angels-Marlins game? Uh, yes, I did, and I have to say it was pretty sweet. All right, well, let's talk about that. Plus, we're going to compare the top lineups of all time, the best one, two, threes in the lineups of all time, and we're going to ask a question. Is Joe Adele going to be okay? You're locked on with Mike and John. Welcome to the Locked On Angels podcast, your team every day. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast.
1: What's going on? Thank you for joining us for this episode. You are with the Frisch Brothers. My name is John and that's my
0: brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Mike, I had an eventful Monday night, my friend. You did. You had a sweet night on Monday, didn't you?
1: (laughs) Listen, uh, all of your favorite Angels podcasts, Rocks in the Outfield, All Angels Podcast, Mike Up the Halo, Halos in the Infield, Talking Halos, Super Halo Brothers, this podcast, everybody was there, and we all were invited by the team. How special is that? Hey,
0: what a great thing that the Angels did. They reached out to us and they invited us. And what a what a magnificent thing, way to honor those that are creating Angel content out there. And so big high five to whoever created that and came up with that because it was very much appreciated. Yeah, that was
1: Hannah and Ricardo, the minds behind Angel's social media. We're so grateful for them. Thank you for the invite. If my voice is a little hoarse, it's because we had
0: a fantastic game. We had Mike. a game. Yeah, we did. We got a win, which is great. We're two and yes. three. We're climbing back to 500, which is typical for the Angels. But tell me <laughs> tell me about this game, John, and specifically, tell me about... Michael Cy Young Lorenzen. (laughs) (laughs) Are we
1: doing that already?
0: Is that what's happening? We're Angel fans, and sometimes we're ridiculous, and sometimes we're reasonable, and I want to be ridiculous in this moment. Let's get ridiculous. Listen, Michael Lorenzen tonight showed exactly
1: why Perry Manassian sought him out. I'm sure that a lot of us had questions about why Michael Lorenzen? This guy with a 4.65, 4.5 ERA, who was a reliever in his career and was never really a proven starter. What's the deal with Michael Lorenzen? And I think tonight answered all of those questions. Yeah, Michael Lorenzen was not being utilized to the best of his ability as a reliever. And Monday night... Michael Lorenzen threw six different kinds of pitches. He threw a sinker, a four seam fastball, change up, slider, cutter, and curveball. Six innings pitched. He was able to go the furthest so far of any Angels starter because out of spring training, Michael Lorenzen had one extra start. So as the Angels starters are building back and stretching out, they will go deeper into games. Two hits one and run, seven
0: strikeouts, and here's the kicker, no walks. Oh, man, what an incredible <laughs> game. And now, you didn't get to hear this because you were at the game, but mm-hmm. Gooby... I was busy. Yeah, you were busy. <laughs> you were in the sweet, sweet. And Gooby actually had an interesting point that he made. He said that Lorenzen was doing what he called a distraction grunt. So, you know, hmm. when you're, you you pitch, you hear it more maybe in tennis, but when you swing and then you do like a... <laughs> Ugh, right, I like, always wondered why they did that in tennis. Now, the, so Gooby knows yeah, there's so, an answer. So Gooby actually said what Lorenzen was doing it was a, st- a distraction grunt, and here's the distraction. He was throwing something off speed, but he was grunting, making it sound like he was trying to throw a fastball. And according to Gooby, he said it was throwing all of the batters off. And again, a great reason why we have Goobaza in the broadcast booth. But what an interesting little tidbit. And maybe it was a win for Lorenzen because those Marlins were off balance all night long. Completely. Uh, Other than the solo shot
1: from the Marlins, that was the only earned run And like I said, I think that tonight he answered every single question of why Michael Lorenzen. Why would you sign somebody, promise him a a spot in the starting rotation? And this is exactly it. Because as a reliever, you're typically a two-pitch guy. You're fastball slider, fastball changeup, that sort of thing. And Michael Lorenzen showed, especially with those six different kinds of pitches, that he is the kind of guy who can be a starter. And this was just, I I didn't know what to expect. I don't know if you knew what to expect out of Lorenzen, but Monday night demonstrated exactly
0: why he's here. Okay, I have a question for you now. Okay. Was he good because he's good? Or was he good because we're playing the Marlins?
1: I think that when you are able to mix pitches the way that he was attacking righties, attacking lefties, having the chance to utilize the skills that you've developed over the years, the skills that you know that you have... I think that it's a little bit of both, Mike, okay. and I think it's a matter of Michael Lorenzen is talented, right? He is yeah. a talented pitcher. Got great biceps. Especially with, that. <laughs> <laughs> especially with that pitch mix and those biceps. But at the same time, what better way to demonstrate what you have than against a team like the Marlins? It's almost like you're, you're on level one, yeah. right? And you're building up to the final boss, which in our case is... Probably the Astros, and I'm wondering if the timing will work out when we see the Astros again, that Michael Lorenzen will see the Astros. So I think the ultimate test is coming up, but I heard some post-game interview stuff with Lorenzen, and he said, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing like I did tonight, and maybe we'll all be here at some point when I've given up every single home run there is to give in a game. But I'm just going to keep doing my thing and keep doing what I do well, and
0: I appreciate it
1: hearing that from him. Okay,
0: two thoughts. Uh, I want to talk about the Astros, but first I want to talk about the Angels starters. I saw Jeff Fletcher from the OC Register tweet this out, and we talk about him all the time. Well, we've done two episodes, but we've talked about him in both episodes. (laughs) Angels starters in five games. Angel starters, John. 24 in a third innings pitched, and -hmm. only six earned runs, a 2.22 ERA. You can't complain about that. Come on. That's amazing. That is amazing. High five to Perry for putting this team together. Now, you mentioned the Astros. Our buddy, Jared Timms, actually tweeted out something on Monday. He said he was really excited about how the Angels played the Astros. Even though the Astros are a really great team, we were competitive and we were involved. And he said, I can't wait to play them again because we actually played them really well and perhaps have their number for the next round. We had a couple of mistakes along the way. But we're actually building confidence. And so I was actually really excited about that because he was excited about that. And he said, yeah. I anticipate that you're going to start seeing the Angels gain some momentum. And Bobby V said on the broadcast last night that he actually believes that the Angels are starting to gain momentum. So I'm thrilled with this win. I'm thrilled with what we've seen. I'm thrilled with the starters. What a great, great game it was on Monday night. And Mike Trout had that stomach
1: bug combat. And that trout sat out so Joe Adele could fly, baby. Man,
0: Joe and (laughs) Slow looked good. Two home runs for each and two doubles for each. RBIs, what a a great tandem they are. Batman and Robin, you can decide who's Batman and who's Robin, but they (laughs) are incredible. I love watching them and their energy is fantastic. Absolutely. And uh, we did see a little bit
1: of a groin strain from David Fletcher, he was dealing with that over spring training as well, so we'll probably see the combination of Tyler Wade at short, Matt Duffy at second, uh, and and those two together, I think, are great.
0: Combination, and hopefully on Tuesday we can get back to 500. I love that we get updates on injuries from the head athletic trainer instead of like manager Joe Madden, <laughs> and not Joe, right? Joe Madden. And no offense <laughs> to Joe, I, I love him, but I just love that we actually get factual, actual information from the athletic trainer. That was treader, a big and problem what's last going on. Yeah,
1: yes. Joe anticipating uh, one outcome and this training
0: staff going, "Uh, I don't think so, Joe. So, (laughs) uh, Mike Trout's going to be back in about, uh, like three weeks and we're going to be great. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) You were wrong, Joe. You were wrong. Let's never do that again. (laughs) All right, coming up, we're going to be asking this question. Is Joe Adele going to be okay? But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by betonline.net. It's your number one source for all of your betting stats and sporting info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, which the Lakers are not in, and I'm heartbroken about that. And the start of Major League Baseball, which kind of eases my heart being broken because the Angels are back, baby. BetOnline.net is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about trends and action. Bet online where the game starts.
1: Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. This segment is brought to you by Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by Lindsey Crosby. Now, Lindsey is a prospect encyclopedia, and there's nothing better than to be able to brag about the prospects who are coming up in baseball and tell your friends, like, hey, have you seen this guy? Have you seen that guy? He's going to be the next big thing. Lindsey Crosby will cover all of that for you. He goes deep on the
0: MLB Stars of Tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, John, we want to talk about the best one, two, threes of all time in the lineups. And some of these guys were prospects, and maybe Lindsay talked about them. Who knows? So here's <laughs> here's what we want to do. We, we love Otani and Trout and Rendon at the top of the lineup. We do. And in typical podcast fashion, they were not... Structured that way on <laughs> Monday night, but we're going to talk about it anyway. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> needs to get Mike Trout some Pepto. That's what he needs. That's right. right. <laughs> so we did a deep dive into baseballreference.com, which is the greatest website of all time for any baseball That's fan. That's right. And we found four teams that actually are comparable. Their two, three in the lineup were comparable to Otani, Trout, and Rendon. And so we're going to focus on OPS, which is on base plus slugging percentage for you rookies out there. We're here mm-hmm. to educate. That's why we're on Locked On Angels. So <laughs> I'm going to talk about the first team, John, and it's the big red machine. The 1976 Cincinnati Reds. This team at the top of their lineup had Pete Rose. Oh, just Pete <laughs> Rose. Ken Griffey Sr. Oh, okay. And... Joe Morgan with his little elbow bop, right? And I love Joe Morgan when he did Sunday Night Baseball for years on ESPN. So they are all Hall of Famers. Well, Pete Rose isn't, but should be. And they are incredible. Their combined OPS was 908. And that top of the lineup is intimidating just on paper looking at it. And one thing we need to know is that they won the World Series that year. They did win the World Series that year. Another team that actually made it to the World Series and didn't win was the 1995 Cleveland Indians of the time, now the Guardians. That's your generation. Yeah. People are going to be like, who? Who's that? Right? Their top of the lineup was Kenny Lofton, mm-hmm. Omar Vizquel, and Carlos mm-hmm. Bayerga. Now, they actually okay. have the lowest on-base plus slugging percentage combined. They were just 768. Okay. Now, third team. This team actually was really fun to watch, and they were just brand new in the 90s, and that was the 1997 Colorado Rockies. They finished third place, so you know it was about pitching because they had all of the offense in the world. They had enough to crush everybody, (laughs) but here's their top of the lineup. Eric Young, Ellis Burks, and Larry Walker, and nice. he had a phenomenal year. His on-base percentage that year was 452. Like, what an incredible on-base percentage. Wow. Now, combined on-base plus slugging for all three was 959. And again, if you're a rookie to this, a good OPS is actually 800 to 900. That's really actually very good. So this right. team was crushing it, literally. And then the last team that we discovered that had a great 1 2 3 was the 2004 Cards who actually went to the World Series and lost, and they had somebody familiar on their team. So leading off was Tony Womack, batting second was Larry Walker, familiar name from the 97 Rockies, and then mm-hmm. our old friend Albert Pujols was batting third in that lineup for the St. Louis Cardinals, and they had a combined, I remember him. They had a combined <laughs> 920 OPS, And so each of those teams were incredible, incredible teams. Only one of them won the World Series. And so if we had to pick, I think we would pick the team that won the World Series. But here's what's remarkable, John. Now, comparable stats is difficult because we've had a COVID year and then we've had injury years for Trout and Rendon. But looking at Otani's year last year and then Trout's 2019 and Rendon's 2019, they have a combined OPS of over 1,000. It's 1,019. So their OPS wow. is better than all four of those teams, including Pete Rose, Ken Griffey Sr., and Joe Morgan. That's huge. And I think that that means
1: that we have something to look forward to in this one-two-three. Now, I know it changed a little bit Monday night. I know that uh, originally when Trout was in this lineup, Walsh was actually batting third. Rendon was going to bat fourth, of course Trout got scratched on Monday, but if they continue to roll with Otani, Trout, and Rendon, I know that we haven't seen the production that we'd like to see out of them just yet, but the the cold bat symptoms are kind of running up and down the one through nine, and that's typical for the Angels in April. And, of course, we have this stellar pitching but no offense. But hopefully all of that changes as we continue to get rolling. Hopefully we can beat up on the Marlins one more time before we roll into Texas to face the Rangers and go
0: to Houston. Once the weather gets warm... Maybe the bats get warm, right? Maybe <laughs> they go. start to really get hot. I don't know, man. It, w- it was 100 degrees the other day. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, SoCal is struggling. It's bipolar with its weather, but we don't need bipolar hitters. I can't wait to see these three guys put it together. And here's the great thing. You know that they're going to put it together. They are going to bust out Absolutely. soon. And hopefully it matches the pitching and we just get on a roll. Again, get Trout some...
1: Pepto-Bismol, <laughs> get him some antacids, whatever he needs. Get Trout whatever he needs.
0: <laughs> Locked on Angels is brought to you by Rock Auto. Now, John, you know this about me. I am terrible as a handyman at home, and I'm terrible as an auto mechanic. I don't even attempt to go near my car if there's something broken. So I have a friend, his name is Jeremy. We call him Germs. He's fantastic. He takes (laughs) care of my car. But he actually has introduced me to rockauto.com. This is a place that takes care of all of your needs and you can get parts and whatever you need for for cheap. You're not going to get ripped off if you're going to order from maybe like a local dealership. And I love that about Rock Auto. It's a family business. It's serving do-it-yourself for over 20 years, then the great news about Rock Auto is the prices, again, are reliably low for every customer. Check out their easy-to-use website today. My friend Jeremy shows me how to do that. And you can find solutions to all of your auto needs at rockauto.com And if you go to rockauto.com right now, do it right now, you can see all of the parts that are available for your car or for your truck. And if you write locked on in their how did you hear about us box, That will actually let them know that we sent you. So please put locked on in that box. They have an amazing selection. They have reliable, low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And I almost sung that like the commercial does. All the parts your car will ever need. Okay, let's move on. Rockauto.com. Please please don't.
1: All right, getting into our final segment for this episode, Mike, we need to ask the question, is Joe Adele gonna be okay? Hmm. Now listen, Monday night was spectacular because he had a home run and an RBI double. And I just have to say that the two angel wins that have occurred so far, <laughs> we were both present for. Uh can we just say you're welcome? How about that? <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Now, listen, he had a great game on Monday, and it was definitely needed and necessary for Joe to build that confidence and build back strong and be the guy that we all know that he can be. But the weekend was pretty tough for him. It
0: was really tough. They
1: figured him out. The Astros pitching knew how to get him to strike out every single time. So it was great to see him have some success on Monday. But here's why we bring this up, because the Angels— have a history of some big-time prospects. Can I name some good ones here? Yes, please. Now, we are probably a little bit spoiled with this one, but Mike (laughs) Trout, of course, the highly-touted prospect that ended up being the greatest player of his generation. Homegrown, baby. My personal favorite, Jared Weaver, came up through the Angels system. And, of course, we know the accolades that
0: Jared had. Now, I think we have to mention Jared Weaver because he's your favorite on every episode. So is that if we can figure that out, <laughs> that's just a sidebar. If we can figure that out, let's make sure that we do that because shout out to Weave for the second time. All right, continue. Uh, let's talk about the middle infield.
1: Eric Ibar and Howie Kendrick, those guys ran the middle infield at short and second for years. And those two also came up through our system successful prospects yeah out of the angels
0: organization it can happen folks yeah unfortunately there are some names that are in the bad category Run. and these names are actually probably going to throw you back to some of those early 2000 mid 2000 years brace yourselves like, everybody right like, it's going to be painful dallas mcpherson yep He he was drafted, but 2005 was actually the year that he started to put some things together, Mm -hmm. but he was never able to actually hold it together. There was a lot of hope for him, but he was a high strikeout guy and really couldn't make contact. The the second name is going to be one that you're going to remember as well. Brandon Wood. Oh, I think everybody remembers Brandon Wood. (laughs) Brandon Wood. He had one kind of meh season with the Pirates, but... Come to find out, and there's a really great story about him, he struggled with like an anxiety disorder. Right. right. It was long before, and I hate to say this, but it was long before people were a bit compassionate towards mental health issues. And so that was one thing that just really got in the way of Brandon Wood being a successful major league Baseball player. Definitely. Here's another name that I actually forgot about. Do you remember the name Caleb Cowart? I do remember remember Caleb Cowart. Absolutely. He was going to be big time, but he just wasn't able to put it all together. He was drafted 18th overall in... 2010 and then this last one everybody's probably aware of it especially if you are a diehard Angel fan and that was Roberto Baltacine he <laughs> was in the international draft and there's a connection actually between him and Vladdy Guerrero Jr. You want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, so uh Jerry Depoto, the current GM of the Mariners who was our GM, Jerry Depoted all over this one because <laughs> Because we signed Roberto Baldequin, that we did me. not have the we did not have the the permission and the draft pool money to go after Vladdy Jr. the next year. And so we let him get through our fingers because of Jerry's decision to sign Baldequin.
0: Well, in the words of Newman on Seinfeld, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we, we share all of that. To bring it back to Joe Adele, and I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. According to your angel fan gut, all right. Mm-hmm. So I need you to like. I mean, Mike Trout's guts kind of stirring up. So let's talk about our guts, all right? <laughs> so according to your angel fan gut, where do you place Joe Adele? Is he is he booming, or is he busting, Mike? It's we just finished game five, <laughs> okay, <laughs> the,
1: this season, okay. And there's no reason why we need to panic about Joe Adele. In fact, I'm sure the narrative after tonight has swiftly and quickly changed. On Twitter, it did. (laughs) (laughs) So after his incredible home run and RBI double, I mean, look, Marsh put it together. Adele put it together. Adele wasn't even going to be in this game before Trout got sick. Yeah. And I think that we need to remember that Joe Adele is 22 years old. Yeah. It feels like... He's been around for a while because he came up in 2020 during the pandemic shortened season and he spent some time in AAA and mashed there last season. He got called up and had a respectable time in the majors before he went down with injury. I think that we all need to slow our role and <laughs> let Joe Adele develop because he's going to be somebody who's very special. He's got the power. He might not be the only, all around complete player that I think Brandon Marsh is starting to show himself as. Mm -hmm. However, I think Adele is going to be that power bat that you want in your lineup. And if he gets placed in right field, I will contend till the sun goes down that he needs to be in right over left. I think he gets much better reads uh, on that side of the field as opposed to left. I think that he can be a successful defender as well.
0: Okay, so Taylor Ward's about to come off the I.L. And now we're moving from your gut to your Joe Madden. What do you do with Adele? Is he your fourth outfielder or is he starting when Ward comes off the I.L.? I think you got to play the hot
1: bat. I think you got to see okay. who's who's swinging it well. And if Joe Adele is, is going to have a six strikeout streak in a row like he did over the weekend, then Taylor Ward better be in there. But Taylor Ward could easily have the same struggles as well. And you might consider a platoon with Brandon Marsh if you're going to face a tough lefty on the mound. Yeah. I don't want to see Marsh not in the lineup every day, but I could understand a situation where you want a right-handed heavy lineup against a tough lefty coming into a game.
0: That's a good Hot hot take. I like it. Thank you.
1: Thanks for joining Mike and I for this episode, and thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Now, make your second listen Locked On MLB with your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Of course, please call him Sully. He's going to bring you his unique perspective on the major leagues, past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. As for Mike and I, you can follow us on Twitter at Locked on Angels,
0: and you can connect with us personally on Twitter and Instagram at Super Halo Bros. And if you join us tomorrow, we're actually going to have a conversation about this. After one start, would you begin long term contract negotiations with Noah Syndergaard? You're talking about after that start on Saturday, right? Yes, I am.
1: Okay, well, let's gonna, have a discussion about let's, that. Let's talk about it. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Angels. Again, find us on Twitter at Locked on Angels. Connect with Mike and I personally on Twitter and Instagram at Super Halo Bros. In the meantime, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. And we'll be right here for you tomorrow on Locked on Angels.